to a special edition of StarCast from Planet Waves. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, your astrologer and the host of Planet Waves FM on Pacifica Radio Network. Thank you for joining me for this edition for Thursday, the 11th of August, 2023. I am reporting in from Bangkok, Thailand. Uh, I was not expecting to be here when I woke up on Monday morning. However, I was invited as a kind of a late addition uh, to a private conference and have been asked to present my findings about the events of the last three and a half years uh, to this group who, like me, is being flown in from around the world um, for a special event. I have never really done anything quite like this, and I'm uh, curious to see what I experience and who's there and and uh, and and what is up I more or less know what I'm going to be talking about uh, I'm in Bangkok at the moment I'll be heading for a place called Koh Samui tomorrow where this uh, this event is I've been in transit now for about uh, 30 or 40 hours uh, and uh, and finally arrived at uh, my hotel in Bangkok my hosts are taking very good care of me we had a last second itinerary change due to a late flight and um, uh, this uh, executive assistant worked uh, into into the night on I guess what day I'm losing track of what day it is but to uh, re- redo my entire itinerary and so um, or most of it anyway and I ended up in uh, in, in Bangkok for the night as I say uh, I, I I would never have guessed I would have uh, been here at the beginning of the week. So um, anyway, uh, I will um, not be writing this week, and uh, I, I need to honor my promise to um, cool off a little bit every few weeks, especially here uh, during the summer. But I did want to check in, say hello, and offer you uh, some astrology for the moment. Uh, so the uh, the most interesting thing that is on the horizon right now that is approaching, it's approaching fairly soon. It'll be on Sunday uh, the 13th. Hold on a second. Let's see. I'm still a little bit bollocked up in terms of uh, what, what day it is and what time it is because the um, calendar is, uh, the, the clock is flipped 180 degrees. But let's let's see. Uh, that would be uh, Sunday the 13th is the interior conjunction of Venus and the Sun. So this is Venus passing exactly between the Earth and the Sun. It has recently gone through its heliacal set. That is to say that it became impossible to see because it got too close to the Sun and now is is quite close to the Earth, actually, and uh, passing between the Earth and the Sun, and this will be exact at well. I'm I'm looking at a chart for Bangkok. It's uh, at 6:15 uh, p.m. on the 13th in time zone 7e. Uh, if, if you want to translate that, you're welcome to uh, to put that into uh, Eastern Standard or Pacific, uh, something like that, something uh, perhaps more useful. But anyway, this is coming up, and uh, we are we are in this experience now. And um, there's a few nice things about this aspect. 
Uh, it happens at 20 degrees of Leo, and it is in a lovely trine to Chiron. It is in a square to Uranus. It is in a quincunx to Nessus. It is in a sextile to Ceres. It is in a sextile to Vesta. It is talking to a lot of different planets. And so this is an event that is uh, will have the ability to kind of infiltrate and insinuate its way into anything. And then the, uh, you know, the question is, what is this uh, really about? And it's about, in a sense, what you make of it. Uh, there, there's this uh, quality of soul retrieval to Venus retrograde uh, that has a way of um, kind of granting access to certain facets of yourself in the past. But I think that also the passage of Venus between the Earth and the Sun is going to have a way of um, uh, allowing endings and resolutions and, and uh, cutting cords that need to be cut such that the future can be embraced with um, some fullness and readiness and the, uh, the willingness and the desire to um, make it happen. Now, um, at the moment that I'm beginning this, I kind of uh, jumped in with the uh, with not, so as not to bury the lead um, uh, with the conjunction of Venus and the Sun, the interior conjunction, which is by the way the midway point of Venus retrograde, and only two planets pass between the Earth and the Sun, and uh, one is Mercury during Mercury retrograde, and one is Venus during Venus retrograde. At the moment, uh, from where I am. Uh, looking at 11.15 p.m. on, um, on what? It, it is so crazy jumping over the international dayline. It's Thursday uh, the 10th right now, uh, a little bit before midnight. Uh, so let's go back uh, to, to this chart. Um, so uh, the, the moon is at uh, 14 and change of Virgo, and it is exactly square Pallas Athene, it is exactly square Mercury, it's about to square Mars. And um, kind of like Venus retrograde in the sun, it's making a whole bunch of uh, aspects to things. Now, th which means that it's going to be available to a lot of other planets to tap into whatever that quality is. And that means more or less uh, can, can uh, reach for and find these properties I'm about to describe where you need to find them. So uh, the, the the squares of the moon to uh, these planets in Virgo, mainly being Pallas Athene, an asteroid, uh, Mercury, and Mars, could be seen as tense, counterintuitive, um, lacking a kind of a certainty. But then if you fold the chart four and you take all of those uh, things in the mid-mutable signs as um, as essentially being all in the same place. You put them on what's called a 90-degree sort. You, you end up with a rather extraordinary conjunction. And the other the other thing is that even though, uh, and, and how, how, how did I do that trick? Well, anything, anything within a similar degree range in a similar kind of a sign can be looked at a number of, of different ways. And so you do not need to bring in the energy of the square you have to look at it, I think, but it's not the only one that matters. And so what I'm suggesting here is that though there is some tension 
between the mental and the emotional indicated by the moon, square Pallas and square Mercury, and then eventually squaring Mars a little bit later in the day. Um, there, is, there are some very interesting relief points. There are some interesting uh, what I would call uh, pressure release valves. For example, the most important one is Chiron in Aries, uh, and that's at 19 and change, and Vesta is in Gemini. The moon is about to make a conjunction to Vesta in Gemini and a sextile to Chiron, and, uh, and then also a sextile to the sun. So my reading of this chart is where there is some tension or where there is some stress, find a, a way to resolve it, and that should work out fairly easily, unlike other conditions potentially where you, you reach for a solution and then you wind up having things be more challenging or, or worse than they were. What I'm seeing is that the in uh, any potential friction between the, the moon and uh, and you know any of these planets, Pallas, Mercury, Mars, is like mental static, and it can be resolved uh, by going to kind of a, a different frequency or altitude or however you think of it, changing your point of view, or also being clear with yourself about what you want and uh, and about what you need. Um, so let's see now. Uh, this this is all leading into the new moon in Leo, which looks like it takes place uh, early next week. Uh, I, I won't cast that chart. I'm, I'm sure I'll be speaking with you before that time comes. But that's just a reminder that we are in this moment of the balsamic or waning moon. Uh, and that is, um, uh, I, I like to follow lunar cycles and um, you know, uh, ride with the tide as much as I can. And so the tide to ride with as the, the moon is reaching the balsamic phases, wrap up, uh, complete, get lingering things out of the way, and then get ready for the next. And that's also uh, true of Venus passing between the Earth and the Sun, making the interior conjunction. The interior conjunctions always remind me of the Venus transit of the Sun, which I saw from Avebury Henge in 2004. Uh, that really seems like long ago and far away, 19 years ago. But I, I got to actually watch with my eyes uh, through a very thick piece of welding glass uh, as the planet Venus not only passed between the Earth and the Sun, but also crossed the disk of the Sun. That's quite a rare thing. I, I, I don't know it's exactly the, the dates they... It, the, the cycle is complicated and they vary a little bit, but it's the kind of thing that happens uh, generally less than once per century. They happen in a pair. The, the pair in this case was 04 and 12. And these are especially potent conjunctions of uh, Venus and uh, and the Sun because of the exact alignment. It doesn't pass a little bit above or below the Sun, but it is, is kind of spot on. Uh, another kind of, well, that's a kind of anniversary. It's a uh, kind of a hearkening back to a similar major event. Maybe consider what your life was like in 2004, how you felt, who was with and among you. Uh, also, the 11th of August is the, um, it is the anniversary of, which anniversary? of 24th anniversary of uh, the Grand Cross Total Solar Eclipse of August 11th, 1999, which also arrived with the Cassini space probe 
flying past the Earth at an altitude of only 700 miles on its way to Jupiter and then on its way to Saturn to photograph Saturn and some uh, of its moons and get detailed photos of the rings. That mission, of course, is long since gone. But that August 11th eclipse uh, was something that I was building up to uh, for, for the first five years of my astrology career, uh, and now it's uh, 24 years in the past. It's really uh, quite astonishing. Maybe you'll remember something about the summer of 1999. Okay, so uh, that is more or less what I have to say to you, though I will, I will close with an interesting story. Uh, I flew out of JFK today, John F. Kennedy International Airport. My friend Iva drove me to the airport, and because the flight was delayed, we got to take a kind of a scenic route through Brooklyn and uh, and then loop around uh, through South Brooklyn, which is where I did a good bit of growing up and going to elementary school, junior high school, high school, and uh, still uh, feels quite like home in that strange way of a home that you, know, you haven't lived in or you know been to that many times. Uh, but it was uh, wonderful to see that and uh, kind of touch the ground there. And then we headed to, headed to Kennedy, and um, when the flight took off, it headed north, uh, I think 52 degrees north, pretty much northeast, heading straight for Greenland, and they were taking what they call the polar route over the Arctic region. And so uh, I was not expecting to be visiting the North Pole uh, yesterday, uh, but I, uh, I had uh, my good camera with uh, the right lens uh, right with me in carry on. And so um, I will add a photo of, uh, of what the Arctic looks like in Northern Hemisphere summer. Uh, so we went over the Arctic and then southwest. So that I used my iPhone compass to me measure all this and uh, headed straight up the kind of up the world and then over to the Arctic and then down the world southwest uh, to Hong Kong, uh, which is where I was for part of the day today till changing flights in Bangkok and uh, now in this um, rather five-star hotel. As I say, uh, this uh, this client is being very good to me and, uh, you know, got me halfway around the world on uh, 48 hours uh, notice. I hope I play a good show. I'm going to do my best to uh, get a recording of, uh, of my work. Dr. Andy Kaufman is also presenting. He actually coordinated of the speakers and uh, and his assistant is uh, kind of doing the logistics and he will be emceeing or moderating um, some of the discussions and I imagine um, presenting as well and I'm very curious to see who's there what this is and what this is all about a little bit of an act of faith uh, to go but uh, fortune favors the bold and so therefore I have decided to be bold. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to be writing next week exactly. I imagine there'll be something. I'm uh, very much looking to not having anything to produce for a few days. Planet Waves FM is off, and I will see what uh, what I have to say next week. Uh, possibly a horoscope. Definitely uh, will uh, be pulling together the Virgo materials, and uh, that means the, uh, the the Virgo astrology studio reading plus the monthly horoscope and uh, other materials uh, for the, the week after this one. I guess that begins uh, the week of the 21st is when I promised the Virgo reading. Anyway, uh, I am rambling. I will uh, include a photo of the Arctic. That was 
quite astonishing uh, to actually be looking at this. And I guess for some reason the planes fly at a low altitude, so it made it easy to even see details uh, in, in, the, uh, in the ice and in, in the um, low cloud formations hanging right over the ice. And uh, it was a little bit disturbing to not see the uh, the the ocean be solid. I mean, it, there there were chunks of ice, but it didn't look like it would uh, stop very many boats. Certainly not icebergs or big big stuff. And so uh, the Ar- the Arctic, at least this time of year, I don't know what's normal. How long there was permafrost there? How um, you know how, how many months a year you could walk over frozen ocean in the past? But. Uh, Take a look at this picture for yourself. All right, signing off from Bangkok, Thailand, on the way to the mysterious island of Koh Samui. I will check in as soon as possible. Thanks for listening. Lots of love, and bye for now. <laughs>